You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far oh boy oh boy i cannot believe that uh another week has just gone by i was just talking to our students in the lab today we're like what is it well Time perception is just like so subjective, right? But I feel like time definitely does pass differently depending on how busy you are and what pretty much like what your perception is, which is very natural as human beings, right? As any any being who has like some sort of a cognition, like everybody processes things differently. However, I just feel like for this past week, um, I can't I can't believe it's already been a week since the last time that we recorded TKO. And mind you, when I recorded TKO last week, I actually recorded it, excuse me, recorded it uh, a day early because I had some things going on on Wednesday night, which is usually the day that I pre-record TKO for y'all. Um, so yeah, I couldn't do it Wednesday. I had to do it Tuesday night and even still like, you know, that's just, that's, that's ridiculous. It's been a little bit longer than a week and it does not feel like a week yet. If I were to reflect back on the past couple days, it feels like it's already been three weeks. So go figure. <laughs> uh, but humans, right? But yeah, you know, I hope that everybody has been um, enjoying their summer so far. I hope that everybody's been out there trying to get some sunshine and, uh, you know, definitely still put on your sunscreen because that's essential and fundamental. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> just a little mini rants, uh, weekly rant about Janon's life. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, went to the beach on Saturday and then my good friend Karen, I'm going to give Karen and actually all my other friends that I went out with on Sunday, Karen, Marika, Megan, I'm going <laughs> to give them all shout outs because yeah, so we went to, <laughs> I told Karen, listen, I'm definitely going to be talking about this or at least give give this whole thing a shout out on TKO this week. So Karen <laughs> plays softball and um, this, okay, so I have to be honest with you guys. I feel like y'all already know this about me. So there's a reason why uh, when we first started TKO, like we have been consistently doing our show I would say like 99% of the time on everything just combat sports related. And that's because your girl right here, like that's, those are mainly the sports that I watch anyways and that I'm into anyways. However, um, we had this friends reunion on Sunday and my good friend Karen, she plays softball for a league in Guelph. And so we all just went over and watched Karen's softball game. And you know what? I'm actually hooked. I'm hooked to softball. And it, it just got me thinking. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. So dynamic, so fast paced. And, uh, you know, it's just like, 
I don't know if it's just me, you know, having done TKO for so many years. So like naturally, whatever sport I watch, I'm like just analytically looking into it and like trying to break it down. <laughs> like as I was watching the softball game, like I wish I could bring my microphone and then just kind of like do a whole breakdown of this game, even though it's like literally my first time watching a softball game, <laughs> you know, but uh, my friend, like while she was taking breaks, she was taking water breaks. She would just come over to the bleachers and trying to like explain the rules and stuff and like what was actually going on in the game. And <laughs> yeah, you know what? It actually made a lot of sense. And I was just so incredibly intrigued that I thought to myself, first of all, I'm going to go online and purchase some material so that I can potentially start practicing softball or baseball. But also, you know, it's just nice and kind of refreshing that, um, you know, you kind of like broaden up your horizons and your uh, uh, field of view in sports. And you're like, you know what? I actually do wonder what this this whole thing is about. Like, there, I mean, there's definitely a reason why people are into it. There's re definitely a reason why there's a lot of fans for it. So, you know what? Just keep an open mind, uh, read into it, watch it. See if you enjoy it and uh, yeah, explore, my friends, explore. So, <laughs> wow, how we just went from weather to softball to sports. I mean, what can I say? That's just the 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 magic of the hostess right here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was that was a softball game. So I did promise my friend to give their team a shout out. So a big shout out to uh, to the. <laughs> to the bullpen 15s um and especially for uh how amazing they played like they made a huge comeback because uh you know it was a pretty close game <laughs> and then um uh, okay so i have to admit i don't really know like the the quarters and stuff of like i don't know the a, a softball game or like i okay no you know what before i embarrass myself any further i know it's game based but uh let's just put it this way so in late terms uh it was it was a excuse me close game however um, the Pen 15ers, they they came back strong towards the end of the game. They were just <laughs> hitting home runs like one after another. So yeah, I just uh, I even told my friend I was like, you already know you're gonna get a shout out on TKO. So here it is, shout out to bull <laughs> to the bullpen 15 team for being that awesome. And so yeah uh also yeah update yeah you already know like i'm gonna be watching more softball games because that that thing is pretty cool honestly not gonna lie but yeah that was uh that was my weekend anyways i digress so listen I didn't know uh what sort of mma events were happening this upcoming weekend because of two things. So number one, your your girl has been just so incredibly just just all over the place with my work schedule and stuff. Um, I don't remember how much I slept last night because I was working on this really important proposal that I had to submit to my advisory committee. Anyways, this is becoming like Janon's life podcast, but okay, I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. But listen, it's all important, everything I'm saying. Like, you'll you'll understand in a second why I'm just, like, you know, giving you all this background story. So anyways, I forgot that we had an important MMA event coming up this weekend because, number one, uh, my sleep schedule and my uh, work schedule has just been all over the place. And 
you know, like that's just going to like shifts your focus a lot. And you're like, oh, goodness, like, oh, wait, UFC. Right. Yeah. No, that exists. Right. Because like that, that just happens naturally. Like when you have a lot of work going on and then like you're in full on fight or flight mode to get your stuff done anyways. So that was one reason, but also um, actually two other reasons. So um, the other reason being that it is actually long a long weekend here in Canada. So happy early Canada Day weekend to everyone. And also another reason as to why I was just forgetting about imp- the important MMA card that's happening this weekend was because also <laughs> today is the day of shout outs. So also I want to give a big shout out to my good friend Julia who is an avid listener of TKO Ashley so it's Julia's birthday July 4th um, but we promised to uh, do something special over this weekend so yeah, I swear that was my last shout out but yeah so because of all those reasons um, I was just thinking about you know different things um, just all at once and different reasons uh, as to why I thought okay you know this weekend is going to be pretty important because of all those different reasons that I just talked about until last night I was having dinner and my father goes to me, whoa, Janan, how do you feel about the important fights coming up this weekend? And I said, father, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, dad? Like, wait, hold up, hold up. What's the date again? And he said, yo, Janan, are you kidding me right now? It's UFC 276. Like, do I have to remind you? Come on, you're the host of TKO. You should know this better. And I said, oh, darn. Oh, darn, the time is here. The um, the most amazing fight week is here. So, yes, like my father told me, we are going to be having UFC 276 happening this upcoming Saturday, y'all, July 2nd. Booyah. Yes, we're going to be having it. And you know what's so amazing about it? We're going to be having so many amazing fight cards on this two, UFC 276 fight card with the main event being just just looking at the names and just reflecting on how good this bout will be gives me goosebumps so just guess what the main event is gonna be it's gonna be for the middleweight championship belts between the current champion mr israel adesanya aka stylebender who's going to be fighting off against the number two uh, contender in the middleweight division who's arguably one of the strongest middleweights right now in the UFC, Mr. Jarek Henningier, who's going to be going off against Stylebender. And, oh boy, that's just, that's just, you know, the tip of the iceberg. So I'm just going backwards in terms of all the amazing fights that are going to be happening this weekend. Guess what the co-main event is going to be? We're going to be having Adesanya's teammate and another champion in the UFC, the current featherweight champion, Mr. Alexander Volkanovsky, fighting off, oh goodness, fighting off against the former featherweight champion and the number one contender in the featherweight division, Hawaii's very own Mr. Max Holloway. So... Boy, oh boy, ah, I'm just getting so many goosebumps all at once. I just wish that as I was talking about these fights, I could actually watch these fights kind of like <laughs> prematurely if I could, because uh, that's just how excited these these fights get me, you know? And like, you know what? If you if you have been catching up with the previous work of uh, any of these individuals, hey, like I said, just hearing their names, you're going to be like, 
oh no, wait, is this really happening? Oh yeah, it is happening. It's happening this Saturday. <laughs> so that's the reaction that I should get. But also we're going to be having some very interesting um, names on this card as well. So we're going to be having the main card being started by an interesting bantamweight bout between Sean O'Malley and Pedro Munoz. So that fight's going to be really good. Both guys are um, avid fans of striking and they're very efficient with their striking. So unfortunately, I would have loved to gone into more detail for this fight. However, that's just uh, the extent that, that, that I'm going to be keeping it at. But yeah, all I'm going to say is definitely... Um, start watching this whole fight card from the very first fight of the main card, at least because of this uh, fight that I just told you about Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munoz, and then Robbie Lawler, the former welterweight champion is also going to be fighting on the, on the main card of this UFC 276 fight card. We haven't seen him fight in a hot minute, but he's absolutely a fan favorite and indeed a UFC veteran. And here he is having another fight. Uh, it will always be exciting to watch Robbie Lawler. And interestingly enough, so when I came across this other fight I'm going to tell you about, I was like, wait, hold up. I thought they already fought. But no, um, actually... You need to be watching the preliminary fights as well because we're going to be having two other UFC veterans and fa fan favorites going against each other in a welterweight bout. And those two people are none other than Mr. Jim Miller, who's going to be fighting off against Donald Cowboy Cerrone. So, uh, yeah, that's why I was just so confused about this bout because... Uh, Cowboy Cerrone and uh, Jim Miller were supposed to be fighting in the most recent UFC fight card if I'm not mistaken however uh, Cowboy Cerrone had to pull out of the fight because of a medical condition uh, but now it's been successfully rescheduled and we're going to be having it at, on the preliminary card of UFC 276 all right so as you can tell there's a bunch of really 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 good fights here I didn't even like get into the early preliminaries as I'm just briefly looking through some familiar names here. So Uriah Hall is going to be fighting. We're going to be having an amazing women's flyweight, excuse me, women's flyweight bout as well. We're going to be having Jessica I fighting um, Macy Barber. So two phenomenal ladies going at it. Macy Barber. Uh, young prospect in the UFC, Jessica I. She is arguably one of the best um, boxers in the UFC, actually, uh, and also a pioneer in uh, women's MMA in the UFC. She's awesome. And yeah, so what I was going to say before I started talking about the uh, early preliminaries. Yeah, this whole fight card is pretty stacked, man. So uh, what I said earlier about like at least watching the main card. No, I would say please like book out half of your day just so you can sit down and watch and enjoy these UFC 276 fight cards on Saturday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time with the early eh, preliminaries. Somebody cannot talk tonight, <laughs> but yeah. So I really hope that y'all are as excited as I am for all these fights. 
So I really want to get started with the fight breakdowns today because, hey, listen, it's not every day that we get to see uh, such such talented fighters going at it and for, you know, such high prices and, um, you know, fights of this this high of a caliber. I mean, not to say that we don't see it at all. We do see it, but we see it less frequently now in the UFC, which makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, you can't just just invest in your superstars and champions at all times, like being the big organization that the UFC is. They need to be investing equally in all of their fighters. That's why they have a mix of pay-per-views and uh, just the regular fight nights. Um, but we, when we do see big-name fighters fighting each other on big fight cards like this, we just naturally always get so much more excited by the way in brackets i just want to say you know no disrespect to uh folks who who aren't like ranked in the ufc and are perhaps newcomers or anything i mean we we love our mma and whatever you know ranking and it comes in and just at whatever level is performed at we have a lot of respect for people who do the sport who are lovers of the sport who are fans of the sport you know what have you but yeah, no, I just said it in, in in the case like, you know, it's like you're you're going to the movies to watch a watch a movie that you you really like the the actors and the actresses in. Like that's just that's how good it feels, right? In this in the same case for an MMA fight card. So yeah, here Israel Adesanya fighting off against Jared Cannonier. So why is this fight so exciting? So let me tell you, let me tell you, Israel Adesanya, the current middleweight champion, he is undefeated in the middleweight division, period, <laughs> right? And, you know, that, that was a simple fact, yet, you know, uh, that just speaks a lot to, to Israel Adesanya's resume and to everything that he has been able to accomplish so far, at least even in his just UFC career so far. So Israel Adesanya has been in the UFC since 2018. And since then, in all the middleweight fights that he's had, he's won all of them. Do you want to uh, just briefly drop some names, that notable names that he's faced off against and has won against in the middleweight division? Number one. He has fought Marvin Vittori twice, and he has beat him. Marvin Vittori, a gangster in the middleweight division. He's he's no easy um, uh, matchup at all. But Israel Adesanya was able to beat him up. He's faced Derek Brunson. He's faced the legend Anderson Silva. People like Kelvin Gastelum, the f and also the former champion Robert Whitaker. He was able to knock out Robert Whitaker. He's faced off against the absolute monster in the middleweight division, the world wrestling champion, Yoel Romero, and he beat him. He faced off against Paulo Costa, who was a young prospect from Brazil and is a very powerful striker. And his, his uh, punches are deadly. They will send you to the canvas straight, but... Guess what happened? Ezra <laughs> uh, Adesanya was able to beat Paulo Costa through TKO, through punches and elbows. 
And most recently, he was able to beat. Well, when I say recently, like, yeah, like his most recent fight, which was in February of 2022, um, he was able to beat Robert Whitaker for the second time. And the record goes on and on. However, the only loss that Israel Adesanya has had on his record was that fight that he had against Jan Blakovich when Israel Adesanya had to move up a weight division to the light heavyweight division to fight him. Um, this was supposedly like a super fight that the UFC matchmakers had made at the time. Because then this happened again because, I mean, when you have someone who is completely undefeated like that in the UFC and beats their opponents at such high levels when you, you have to, like, you know, just give them room, room for growth. And the UFC matchmakers thought, OK, you know what? Like, what's the, the next step that makes the most sense? Like, he's already been through everyone in his middleweight division. So what do we do? We match up against the best guy in the next weight division especially if they want to make a legend out of Adesanya like that makes sense right so they did that unfortunately it was a premature fight in my opinion that's why Adesanya lost and you know naturally Jan Blakovich being the mid the light heavyweight champion that was that was his home division and so of course he's going to be more comfortable fighting in that weight as and just like moving around doing everything that he's just used to doing as opposed to Adesanya move having moved up from 185 pounds to 205 pounds to fight the champion in this two-week division you know what I mean as much as he's talented and just like almost out of this world Israel Adesanya is also only human right like he's not Superman, right? As much as you want him to be, I feel like, you know, th- there's a reason why he just needs to stay in the middleweight division because his body's just so used to that weight division. Like, you just don't mess around with things like that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So, <laughs> I would say that was that was a mistake that the UFC matchmakers did, but whatever, you know, nobody really looks at that fight much anymore anyways because since then, Adesanya was able to redeem himself twice in the rematch fights that he had against Marvin Vittori and Robert Whitaker. So that's all good. Um, I'm going to briefly now talk about Jerry Cannonier and then I'm going to compare the two styles of both guys. So Jerry Cannonier actually, um, this is interesting since we already talked about, you know, just, just the fluctuation in weights and stuff because Jerry Cannonier, he actually started out in the, if I'm not mistaken, the light heavyweight division. So he was naturally quite big and bulky, muscular. He was fighting in that uh, heavier weight division. He was still very powerful in his uh, style of fighting. And then he uh, decided to cut down in weight. And now he fights in the middleweight division. So um, Jerry Cannonier is also an absolute monster. He has beat very, very tough opponents. People like... David Branch, again, the legend, Anderson Silva, Jack Hermanson, Kelvin Gastelum, Derek Brunson, 
the people who he has lost to so two uh, yeah i guess most of them have been in the light heavyweight division from before when he was at that weight division and then um since he moved to the middleweight division he his only loss in middleweight has been to the former champion robert whitaker I mean, let's not give him any grief for that. Like Whitaker, this was when he was at his prime. So, you know, again, no grief about that. And uh, that loss was actually in 2020. So a lot could happen in a, in a span of two years. So, again, I'm sure that he's definitely improved on a lot since that loss that he had against Whitaker. I mean, that's very evident, too, because the next two fights that he had since that loss, he's uh, won both of them. And the most recent one against, drunk, excuse me, Derek Brunson was, uh, it went through a knockout through elbows. So good for him. So now let's just briefly talk about the style of each of these folks. So Stylebender. <laughs> Speaking of style of the Stylebender, listen, I feel like there's probably no other nickname that could suit Israel Adesanya better because he literally has his own style and then he bends it so well and so unorthodoxly, if that's a word, and so creatively. And that's what really makes him Israel Adesanya. He comes from a very, very strong kickboxing background. Before he was an MMA, Ezra Adesanya was the world kickboxing champion. So um, there's that. So he, he has a lot of professional kickboxing fights under his belts. And then he moved to MMA. Because of that, you know, he just his, his arsenal is always full. And... He's just so ready to go whenever it's striking time. And uh, because he's been doing it for so many years and has so much experience doing it, uh, you know, throw anything at him. He can handle it. He will literally pull a matrix on you uh, if he has to. Because, again, like that's just his bread and butter. Striking and kickboxing is his bread and butter. And so whenever you watch even like highlights of Israel... Adesanya fighting you're just so amazed you're like how could one possibly go about doing something like this right but that's just how Israel Adesanya is he has that much experience and you know there's this thing called I mean you guys know I'm a scientist but like I want to use this term in a I don't know like a bro science kind of way if that makes sense so he has a f very high fight IQ and you're probably like, does that even exist? You know what? Even if it's anecdotal, like people have shown thrown through and through that that's actually a thing. We've seen it with so many people of, of that being a thing. So Israel Adesanya is one of those people who has an incredibly high fight IQ. That's why he can literally bend his styles so well, leading to all the amazing uh, fights and wins that he's had so far in the UFC, specifically in the middleweight division. So, yeah, his forte is striking and arguably he needs to demonstrate. He needs to put it all out there against uh, Cannoneer in order to win this fight. Be as creative as possible. Keep up the volume. Um, he's not the most powerful striker, but he, he's a very darn accurate striker. So we have to give him credit for that. Jared Cannonier, on the other hand, like I told you guys, he he comes from a heavier weight division and like he's naturally bulkier and more muscular. 
Uh, he, uh, on the other hand, is the one who can deliver more power with his shots, which can be quite dangerous, right? So Adesanya needs to keep away from his shots and also keep away, uh, like in, th- in terms of range and distance from Cannoneer, because Cannoneer has also shown to be an amazing wrestler because of his muscle mass and whatnot and just like his overall skill set. So I, I actually predict this fight to be a classic fight of kickboxing slash boxing versus mainly wrestling. And like if Cannoneer decides to recruit his uh, striking skills, I would see it mainly as a power game as opposed to him trying to be technical and like try to outbox, for example, Israel Adesanya. I don't I don't really see that. But yeah, that's my prediction. Goodness, I can't believe the show is almost over. But um, you know what? Uh, All I can say is, y'all, please make sure that you watch UFC 276 this upcoming weekend. And we'll talk about it more next week on our episode. But unfortunately, I'm just looking at the clock right now. That is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.